Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We're back again, another Friday. Spoo and Standard Damage and me, Pixel. Today, am I? You are? I think so. I think so. He's, wait a minute, who's where? Wait. Like, wait, wait. (laughs) I'm not sure where I'm at on the screen. Like, no, that's pointing the wrong way. You're over there. That's Pixel. Pixel's (laughs) over there. (laughs) These two guys. Wait. Is my left my right or is my right my right? I don't, like... You guys are over there, but it doesn't feel right. No, I didn't. I'm I'm in the middle. I can see you. <laughs> um, so today, <laughs> today, uh, we're gonna be talking about um, things. We're just gonna give hot tips. We're gonna be throwing out hot tips straight off the grill today, flipping them right in right hot into tips. your mouth. Hot tips. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll just take turns dropping hot tips about your stream and things that you could possibly do to elevate the experience and uh we know if we disagree with each other we'll uh we'll just yell yeah yeah jamie do you want to start with that one that you you had in the chamber the the one about sound you mean yeah is that the is that the one you want me to start with um yeah it's something that i talk about it a lot on my stream but it you know just to 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 use this kind of as a jumping off point Something that a lot of streamers don't realize is that people will, while you're streaming, people will listen to you more than they watch you, you know? And and I I see this a lot because in Marble streams, and and one of the things that really brought this to my attention was looking at my analytics, I'd see people would spend two and a half to three and a half hours with me at times. And that's, for me to sit here and think that they're watching the screen every single second of that, it would not be correct. You know, we, I have parents where they're, where they're chasing kids around. There are people that will put you up on their TV. There are people that will have you up. They, 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 they actively lurk. Like you're there, you're on one screen or in one window, but they're getting work done on, on other screens or other windows and having good sound. I'm not saying you've got to have like a full XLR setup or anything like that, but really go back and watch your VODs, listen to what you sound like, listen to the sound quality and the volume levels of your game, yourself, your sound effects, all of that. And, you know, ask yourself, is that really good to listen to? Does it have like a really warm sound? Does it have a, a solid sound that, that, I'd wa- that I would want to hang out with? And make sure you've got that set. I, I took way more care in setting my sound up than I did my camera up at first just for that reason. Because I knew people were were listening more than they were watching. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I had that noted as a point that I wanted to talk about and touch on too. Um, I think, like, I spend a lot of time fine-tuning my audio, and it's still not perfect, but I'm just learning and picking away at it as I can. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just something that <clears throat> I didn't really start understanding until I started listening to myself live. Like the little flickers and stuff that you might you might activate just by making a certain noise on your desk or whatever. You mm-hmm. might hear it very low or whatever. And I think listening to yourself is like the first step. And yeah, VOD mm-hmm. can do it. But if you can do it live, I think that's the ultimate form. Do you do that, Jamie? Yeah. You yeah, listen I listen, live? I, I listen live, yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. why... Like even with the with the wireless headset, the reason I went with the set that I went with is because the latency is almost zero. Right. There's no latency that's that where it's perfect, but it's almost zero. That way I can monitor myself as I'm streaming. But an interesting point with that, like monitoring yourself live, is I can't tell you the number of times that that I've gone back and watched a VOD and it still sounds different on the VOD, what comes through, because there is a quality change. Like here. Like what's in front of me, you know, especially if you've got something right, like depending on the equipment that someone might be listening through or right. something like that. And and some of it's just biology because of the bones in your head and all that. It right. does sound different than when you're actually like when you're watching the VOD and you're hearing like like pure sounds. So it's right. important to do both. But monitoring yourself live, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I actually turned down the high end on my mic a little bit because I realized my voice was actually clicking somehow. I'm not sure how that started happening, but the my voice would actually click if I turned the high end up too much. It was like falsely picking up different sounds. Mm. So, 
that was one thing I had to like just a notch, just a couple of decibels. Yeah. But it's definitely something I don't do enough is like listen. I mean, I do I do the act of listening while I'm streaming, uh, so I hear myself. Like right now, I hear myself talking, so I kind of know what I what I sound like. But I don't I don't watch vods a lot. Um, I definitely see clips, but but really like. Clicking through the VOD is definitely something I need to do more because mm -hmm. I, I do like a nice sound on a stream. So that's super important. You mm -hmm. listen to yourself live, Spoo? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, since I got the, since I hooked up the Go XLR, not since I got it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, just in general, going off that sound thing, um, something I do a lot is just think about what I do as a viewer. And one of those things is exactly what Jamie was saying is just kind of like, I throw up a stream and I'm, I'm sitting there listening. I don't like to do more than two streams at a time. Um, sometimes I will do more like we do the marble team thing and I end up getting up to four or five. And, and then it reminds me of the, of the old days where I would have 10 or 20 open and I'm like, ah, <laughs> which, uh, which is when, you know, that's when the brain really just, you can do it, but man, it's so hard to consume all that at once. So I just really like enjoying having one or two up and maybe I'm working on something else, like some sort of video or whatever for the stream or anything really. And I just kind of have those streams up and I'm listening to them. And that, I mean, what, what do you think the percentages of people that are listening compared to people that are active? It's like gotta be mm -hmm. huge, right? Right. Like yeah. People are just listening. So what are you going to do as a streamer to like. To elevate their experience. People want, want to put you up just to listen. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. If you're just sitting there and not doing anything, really, even if you're just rambling about random stuff, uh, you know, it's if people enjoy your company, they're they're just going to kind of hang out and listen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be full engagement with everybody. Yeah. And you can you can always tell when you hit on a topic that somebody really wants to talk about because somebody that's been lurking for a while, you'll say something or a topic will come up and then all of a sudden you'll start to see them pop back up and chat again. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, so, you know, again, you know, they're listening to you, you know, that they're that they're just like you said, it's almost like just enjoying company, like just hanging out. Enjoying right. music, dropping marbles every race, you know, what, whatever the case may be. It's like if you hung out with a group of friends and one person's telling a story and you're all just kind of like listening to them. Yeah. yeah. And then chiming in if something reminds you of a story of your own or right. anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And along the lines of what I, I just noticed this, I, I noticed what Captain Dadbod just said, you know, I hate hearing myself when I go back and look at and look at my VODs. I just I just want to delete them. Like there's, and there's two sides to that. Like for some people, some people really just don't like hearing themselves talk. They, they, they can't stand it. It's like, it's like, like, I don't want to know what the, what the end result is, but it's really important to, you know, to, to, to do that. But on the other side of it is if you don't like the sound itself, then start looking into that's where being a student comes in. Like start, start looking at maybe what you need to change to make it more appealing even to yourself because a lot of times if you're making it more appealing to you you're probably making it more appealing to your community too right that's i think that's a point I, that, needs that to can made. just come with practice too really mm -hmm. or you know the more i you know i used to be one of those people that and i've been singing and playing music my whole life and stuff and being in front of people and doing theater and like I went through such a long period of time where I'm like, I don't like the way I sound at all, but I think it's, I'm st finally starting to get to the point in my life where it's like, I I've listened to myself so much. I'm just like used to it. And it's like, mm -hmm. this is the way I sound. This is it. I have some positive response from it. I just have to accept the fact that this, this is, is me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something, something you can do to, um, cause I'm starting to get act asked about crafting sound is, the the easiest way to do it and it's not it, it ends up not being super difficult decide what you want to sound like okay like in my case i wanted to sound like like it like you were listening to either like an fm radio station or like a like a podcast of some kind that's that that was the sound quality i was going for with my mic so what i did is i started going to youtube and other sources and looking up eq settings what should i be tinkering with what kind of setting should i be going with that kind of thing to craft it the way I wanted to 
but it does help if you go in with with some kind even if it's a light plan go in go in with some kind of plan like i want to accomplish this with my sound and then start looking up tutorials and get it get it from different from different places yeah start doing that research to fine tune yeah, yeah i think my main thing was like just going off that background noise like i just do not like background noise and i want to destroy that in my channel always yeah <laughs> yeah so. that's 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 right right there spoo that's why i switched from the condenser to the dynamic right i always was a big big believer in condenser because it picks up everything and i was used to like doing voice acting and all you know, i wanted it to pick up all the intricacies and I realized if if I wanted it to sound a certain way that I really didn't want to use that mic anymore, that I really wanted to. And, and it actually, it, it quiets everything down too, because it does. It only has a certain range. You have to keep it closer to your face, but at the same time, it's not picking up all the extra garbage around the room. Even the reverb gets crushed a lot by a dynamic mic, so. Right. <clears throat> yeah. That was a great uh, little point from Profanity in chat is like, I used to really hate it. I'm still fond of it, but the benefit outweighs the awkwardness. And I think that's a good measurement mm -hmm. to use is like a lot of time you're going to be encountered with challenges in your streaming career and you really got to lay out the benefits against the negatives, right? And and mm -hmm. just weigh things out and decide what you're going to do. And a lot of the time the benefit will outweigh the negatives yeah. for, that, for yeah. that reasoning, right? Uh, Captain Dadbot just said, I agree with that, Jamie. I'm a long way from being able to upgrade everything uh, to get the quality I want, but it's definitely in the plans to make sure my sound quality is improved. will probably help to not stream from the dining room with the kids and the dog around. Yes, that, that always helps. Something to look into, everybody, and this is a brand new product. I've been doing a lot of research into it. It's not something that I'll, I will personally end up using because I've already got the GoXLR and the XLR set up, but take a very, very, very close look at the new Elgato Wave series that are coming out, the Wave 1 and the Wave 3. Yeah, I heard about those. The the tech that they've built into them, uh, Mike, my god, it's insane. It's it's like it's like a it's it's software controlled, but it is like a mini Go XLR and they've built some absolutely beautiful features into it. I've heard some voice recordings done with it now. Um I would say <laughs> I would put it just a step below an XLR. It's it's they've did a really 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 fantastic Can job. Can I jump and in it, real quick on what you're sure. talking about? Sorry, I go just don't, I just don't want to forget my thought. Uh <laughs> go for it. Go for it. But um I think it's really important like especially for Captain Dadbod um and and we say this a lot is you have to lean into the things basically that you can't control uh just lean into it so like what what i saw you do during your birthday tournament yesterday was you know your your daughter was there and maybe she was making some background noise but you brought her on screen you had her do the piano thing like lean into the things you can't control you know you have a family so why not like express that to your stream don't get mad or or you know that there's some background noise going on be like oh hey that's my daughter or that's my dog hey check them out and and just bring people into your life kind of uh, yeah. and that you know i really liked that uh when i was watching the other day so that's, a good point. that's my point that was, yeah yeah um and like then yeah i get mad when i get bothered by people around me but i'm like man i shouldn't get mad i should just be like hey you want to you say hi to people like people enjoy out of the element type stuff rather than mm -hmm. just sitting there and doing the same thing over and over like if something interrupts you instead of getting getting mad at it just say you know how can i use this to my advantage as a streamer there's also a lot of like a lot of people thought like about upgrades and stuff like that and spending um, there's just so much coming out nowadays in terms of software that is going to elevate your audio. And I would say just, just try and learn about like the stuff that, um, sorry, uh, <clears throat> NVIDIA is doing mm. right. And like the crisp settings in, um, discord, obviously that's not for your stream, but like tools like that are going to start elevating streams. And I think a lot of these hardware companies are going to be developing more and more for streamers like that to clean mm -hmm. up your audio, to clean up your video so that you, they could be like, use our, use our hardware and your stream will be elevated. Like just as simple as that. So I think that's where a lot of the companies are heading now. And mm -hmm. you can see it right from the audio stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just, I, I think let's say you are struggling financially. I wouldn't panic and say, well, I guess my streaming career is over because I can't afford this $500 mic or whatever. Right. Don't, don't make that decision and don't be so rash on yourself. Just, 
just be patient and like watch the software and see what you can use and incorporate into your uh, setup for free as opposed to panicking that you can't afford something or you can't reach and get that higher quality item yet. Just don't just don't end everything because of that because I see a lot of people do that. I think it's nice to have something to constantly be going for. Right. Oh, As a yeah. streamer, like, that's what I enjoy. It's like, I don't know if I'll ever have that perfect stream room setup, but like I have something, there's something small each each step of the way to get there. And yeah. who knows if you'll ever get there. That's, that's, you know, we always talk about how, like in terms of content, how you should, you know, Im- improve your stream and improve your content in, in increments so that, your audience kind of comes along for the ride with you and you can look back and say, Oh yeah, remember a year ago when it sounded like this or when it looked like this, remember how we used to have that sound effect and now we're doing this kind of thing. Same thing with your equipment. Those, those little improvements along the way go a long way. If you, if you throw too much in all at once, it's, it's a shock, but then you, you, you lose some of those little fun little surprises along the way too. So it's, it's good. Just like, just like with your content, your equipment, same thing. Do it in little increments. You don't have to uh, spend, you know, thousands of dollars to have a have a great stream. As a matter of fact, some of the best streamers I know <laughs> still they're on, you know, they're on the the same webcam and USB mic that they they started with. They built out content in other ways. Yeah. So, you know what? <clears throat> An interesting point about Captain Dadbod's situation yesterday, right? His stream he was getting a lot of attention, right? right? And it kind of blew up, and it kind of caused some of those bottlenecking issues that you get as a smaller streamer when you start growing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's something to note about something that marbles causes. It's something specific that I've noticed marbles causes. I don't know if other games cause it, man. Something is really get it out of there. Um, (laughs) So marbles can, can, can give you the extra attention and push you along your path faster. And I think, something that you experienced yesterday is, is, is a component of that. And I wouldn't stress too much about it because normally a streamer gets a lot of time, like sometimes up to a year to grow into three, five, 10 viewers. But when you're getting an influx like that, it can be extremely stressful on your stream because you, you're, you know, your alerts might be longer and you haven't fine tuned them for scale and just doing those kinds of things, I think is important and just letting it play out. Yeah. For a while I was, uh, I mean, if you guys remember anybody who's been around for a while, like, I don't know how long it was going on for, but basically, I mean, what what was it? Was I doing community? I can't remember. I think I was doing community days or something or anytime I would do a tournament, it would just like crash. Like I was just crashing all the time, just like you were, you were doing Captain Dad by the other day. And it was just like, it was so frustrating to deal with. And I, I know that pain. Yeah. I definitely know that pain. And I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand why it, it stopped. Maybe, I mean, maybe it was just internet connection at the time. And, you know, there's all sorts of variables that happen that you just can't control. But, um, I mean, I feel like you guys dealt with it pretty well the other day. Yeah. I mean, like, you can only do what you can do, right? You yeah. have, like, 150 it's, people it's hanging out. that same conversation. Like, what can you control in this, in this situation? Yeah. Because there's things you can't, and you just have to push those aside because you can't control them. And then focus on the things that you can control. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was audio. <laughs> 17 minutes. Uh. Um, I, I kind of wanted to bring up a point, but we can go on to go, something you no, might go have for on it. the list. Go for it. Keep going. Keep going. Go for it. No, no, no. This is just ra- this is like changing subject. Like Do it. The next kind of point. Yeah. Okay. Um, I personally have a problem with a lot of clutter on the screen when I'm watching streamers. So I'm always thinking about um, how much clutter is on my screen. And I, I even feel like I have too much sometimes and, and I don't know how to simplify it more. And, and then, you know, I watch people like Jamie and he has a screen that he switches to that has a lot more stuff on it before, like, things go into a race or whatever he's doing and then it's more clean when it when he switches to that so i think that's such a great thing to have but um like i i can't deal with so much stuff right on the screen i want when i'm watching and when i see my own stream so i i don't know i just wanted to bring that point up that's just a personal thing i don't know if other people feel the same way or i'm pretty on board with that i like to try and trim the clutter and trim all the stuff going on because everything that goes on your stream is a distraction to the eye right but mm-hmm. it but it can also elevate the experience if it's done right and right. that's where i think it's just another layer to a stream that 
that can have like a full-on job for like you could hire somebody to do your ui and ux for your stream use you know mm -hmm. uh, user interface and user experience normally you have somebody like for devs or software to do that right like you do that for dev, like for the game or software but i think it can be done for a stream and so if you really wanted to take that to the next level you just hire somebody who's really good at you know user experience and stuff and and apply those tactics and logic to your stream so that's mm -hmm. why i think it could be overwhelming it's like how do i make this good and like and you're just constantly iterating and trying new things until something snaps and sticks and fits into place right but i totally yeah, agree I i'm on board I, with I the clutter yeah i literally get jealous when i see a streamer and it's just their camera in the game and i'm like how do they do that like for <laughs> yeah. some reason my brain is like i gotta put something up here that like i don't know i think you want something yeah 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 it's it's a it's like for me like anything that like you talk about me switching screens like like i like i like having the list of events in there i like it to, because to me it's it's a lot of it's about saying thank you you know so it's like and, and those little shout outs i always feel are, are a great way to do that um but when it comes to yeah when it comes to the game screen itself outside of me in one corner and then in the other little corner i've got that ro that rotation with the different commands you can drop in just to know mm -hmm. what's going on with the community because I think that's I, I I've I've shifted my mentality a little bit. Like it's it's not just about I was trying to figure out a creative way that you could have those events on there, let people know like the most recent things that have happened. Um, but also let people know what's going on with your community. And that's because that's always a struggle. It's like and you run out of breath at some point. It's like, oh yeah, type this in and oh by the way, we've got this Minecraft server and oh blah 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 and like you're trying right. to you're trying to say all that and it's like at what point do I do I stop stop that insanity? Put some commands you in my You gave mind. them the tools, right? You gave and them the tools. Oh, what is this? Yeah. If they're interested, they'll find out. But when it comes to watching gameplay and, and this is not this is not just us talking here. This is a, an overall industry shift. To, because some screens were, were starting to look like we joke about GeoCities pages, but I mean that's if you, for those of you that remember that. But that's what they were looking like. That was it was all kinds of clutter and all kinds of insanity, and that's what you don't want to have. What you what you want to have is while the gameplay is going on, you want to go more simple. And that idea of of switching screens was of course not my own. I I started seeing another a lot of streamers do that. What they would is do good. is in between races, they would go to adjust chatting and and have that kind of set up. And then when the race was running, they'd go big screen so everybody yeah. could really see and what was up. that just goes back to something I like to think about is thumbnails. Because if you have that screen up where you're bigger on the screen and it looks kind of cooler, mm -hmm. that's a good looking thumbnail. And people scrolling through looking for streams tend to, me personally, maybe not everybody, I don't know exactly the, the percentages or anything, but that's that's one of those things. I just think about what I do because I can yeah. connect with people if they're doing the same thing I do, right. I guess, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like people click on good looking thumbnails. That's bottom yeah. line, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and you're like I live work. creating thumbnails with each stream, right? Like, right. It's every right. so often. Um, that also, I guess, I mean, we could, what we could wrap into this is, is like your, is one of my points is like your camera size and like the size of you on the screen, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, take command of your stream and like, let people know it's your stream and you being like a tiny little nub in the corner is not doing that. Right. Like some people, if you're on mobile, like you might be a dot, like on some yeah. devices, you might be a dot and that's how small yeah. you are. People don't even see you. Mm -hmm. Right. And they just see the game. And then it's hard to make a connection when. I, I really believe that having your cam on is like something pretty required unless you're doing something very unique these days. Yeah. Like I think yeah. having the cam on, like being able to connect with the person when they're speaking and like having the emotion of like what their face looks like and, and like the little, you know, like the, the, the micro emotions is what it's called. I think when you speak mm -hmm. like the little eyebrow twi yeah. twix and stuff okay. like that, like I think having that, having access to that, if it's possible, do it. And and make yourself large on screen. Take 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 command of your stream. Let people know it's yours. Be proud of it. I think that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's 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 no argument with that. It's it's you know people being able to see you. It's it's it just, it's another way they connect. And like you said, unless you're doing something very very unique, um, you know. And there's a couple streamers that come to mind when I when I think of that. But like like 
I, I, I still feel like we talked about this a few podcasts ago. I still feel like streamers try to hide. Right. And part of hiding is just, I'll be there, but I'm going to shrink myself way down in the corner. And, you know, you always make that great point about, you know, about mobile devices. And it's, it, it really is true. Like you got to remember people are watching you on all kinds of different devices and you can really expand your audience if you'll cater just a little bit to people that are watching you on mobile because a lot of streamers don't think about mobile when they're designing. They think about like everybody on a bigger screen or they think of it in terms of themselves because a lot of streamers will watch streams on like PC or TV or even through a console. They don't normally watch on on a mobile device. But if you start to start to keep that in mind, it actually becomes a tool. It's the, it's the same thing like when we talk about, and I'm not going to go off on a, a segue here, but like when we talk about timer length, same thing because mobile has a greater delay. Again, if you keep that in mind, you know, what, what the mobile users are going through, mobile users will really appreciate a streamer who takes them into account. No, totally. There's a lot of mobile users. Mm -hmm. You can usually account for 50% of your viewers to be mobile. Yeah. That's a lot. So like a large amount. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's interesting to think about because, I mean, not long ago, I think that was like not really a thing. Because in Canada, we recently, well, recently, a couple of years ago, they went with the unlimited packages for mobile. Mm -hmm. And I jumped all over that because, you know, unlimited. Because coming from, coming from before where like you were limited all the way. And it was like, once you hit that point, you're getting charged like $100 every time you use a gig. So like yeah. when I used to be in the military and used to be I used mobile a lot, it was like to watch a stream was unrealistic. Like I was like, I could pop in for like a minute, watch it and then drop out. But now it's so different where mobile's so accessible, like at global mm -hmm. scale and the internet and the usage is like unlimited for everybody or for a lot, obviously. Not everybody has it, but I think that's that's why the mobile users are increasing. Yeah, and that's something, so what I brought up before, like the way I think, I don't use mobile. I don't watch streams on mobile, so I can't connect with the mobile crowd, I guess. But I'm always, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I try to think about it as much as possible just because I know that's a huge part of the audience. Mm -hmm. Huge part of the audience. One of the, speaking of watching VODs while we're on the subject, that's one of the tricks I've been employing lately is actually going back and watching my VODs on my phone and and actually listening to it as well mm. because one of the one of the complaints i would i would get from time to time and there's not much you can really do about this side of it but one of the complaints i would get is people would be like well i can't hear your music at all well it was because they were watching on a mobile device and the sound was basically garbo you know not right. every mobile device has a great speaker on it that you can hear more of the subtleties and um, I was able to work out a little bit of a better balance with my background music, though, watching it on my phone so you could at least be heard a little bit. Right. But that's 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 another trick you can use, too. It's like, can I see myself? Check. Can I can I hear myself? Check. You know, like just kind of go through all the check marks. The same thing as if you were watching it, you know, again, on your own computer or something like that. That gives you a little bit of a better idea. Yeah, totally. Um, profanity said something earlier. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Like with the clutter, once in a while it's fun. Like if you get a bunch of gifted subs, but having the emotes flying around, just just in general. I mean, it's it's fun to have you know have a little scene that's wild, you know. But I think having that constantly, yeah, is is too much. And I feel that when I even when I do spoobles, and maybe people that aren't are around that aren't used to it, they're like, hey, this is covering that up. Hey, that's covering that up. And it's like it's like a fun thing but they don't understand it just quite right. yet i guess so yeah. it's, but you like I, I feel it like you, you notice when people are hey this, there's too much on the screen kind of but yeah. I, I don't know yeah there's something a, a point that needs to be made there is such a thing and this is something that actually mike that you actually woke me up to when we were talking about like the plur streams and how often i was doing them and all that is it's 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 called visual aggression and when there's too much of it in your face whether you suffer from from photosensitive seizures or not 
um it, it it's still like it just gets to be too much on the senses at, right. at some point so you have to have to limit it back like there's i used to have like profanity was talking a little bit about like those like the they're called capogens those those emote explosions i used to have them fill the screen and i've changed that now like they they pop off like fireworks they're still there but the emotes are a lot smaller now. They they're more spread out. I I don't want it completely cluttering the screen. When it and and it, what it also does is though it makes it more special. When you do get like a massive gift sub bomb or something like that, and it does flood the screen, now it's a unique occurrence and it's not an all the time thing. And that actually not only does it change the visual aggression, but it also improves the experience and makes those events like extra special for things like that. It can make your computer chug a lot too. So if you're mm -hmm. someone that might not have great specs and and like your stream is is lagging, think about some of those extra things you have, extra pictures or gifs or whatever on your OBS or on your scene that that is like that is clutter yeah. and get rid of it and see if it helps the the stream flow better. Yeah, this yeah. is small optimization, but actually it could be big. But when your scenes, you can set up your stream seems to or streams scenes <laughs> uh, streams beams cleans your scenes, your scenes you can set up the scenes to not load when they're not up and i think a mm. lot of that's i think that's off by by default so that means all your scenes that are set up are loaded all at once so if well, you don't go through and tick that yeah all your scenes are active at the same time so if you have a lot of gifs you have a lot of like all that kind of moving animations if you don't tick those on all your all your scenes are loaded at once even the only one is showing oh the, oh there's no like there's no way to turn off all those other scenes or yeah, something other, you than, gotta, other than manually clicking each one yeah you gotta go through and turn the setting off i know it's this is more like a technical how-to but uh mm -hmm. a stream on guy taught me that like six months ago i was having some hmm. issues with lag when i was having camera issues and he just went through I, I, and showed me and was like, yeah, I might just be confused. I'm going to have to ask you about that later. Yeah, no worries. It's, uh, if you have, yeah, if you have like, like, like super quick version, if you have, cause I use stream elements too. Like if you've got stream elements and you've got all those scenes saved out on the cloud, what you do is you tick it, you tick them off. Like you, what your main scene is generally, I will leave that live. Like I'll let that be loaded all the time, yeah. but everything else is all, it only pops. It, it's only loaded as you switch to the scene yeah. and what you can do with that is that's why I use the slider on a lot of my scenes. Now the slider hides the fact that the screen is loading from the web because sometimes the load is an instant. Sometimes right. there's a delay. So that hides that and then brings that back and it keeps it looking nice and slick and professional. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. OBS, OBS optimization is something that's overlooked a lot and that actually chugs on your computer a lot. Mostly if you have one PC setup, which 95% of streamers do. Mm-hmm. So optimize your setup as best as you can, mostly if you're experiencing lag. And that optimization can be done in the game and can be done on your, your OBS layers. Yeah. And obviously your PC, what's running. Cool. Uh, do you have anything else? Or, Spoo, I guess do you have something that's, it on, that's it on clutter. <laughs> I kind of chimed in with, with the camera size. Uh, Jamie, do you, have another, do you have another topic you want to go for well it, you know when you were talking yesterday about like like you know positivity and things like that and this is uh um this is something that's been been pretty much up in my face recently because i've been working so closely with humane but um this is a little bit more of an intangible but find a charity that you love to work with and work with them um the the benefits that you get from uh, from working with a charity on your stream are are immeasurable. And the amount of goodwill that you get to share with your community as a result of that is immeasurable. And what got me thinking that direction last night when you brought it up, Mike, was it, it's, I've had so many people lately, it's really weird. The mentality right now in general seems to be backwards. It's like, well, yeah, but, but I, you know, I rely on this as an, especially with COVID right now, I think is where a lot of this is coming from, but I rely on my streams as an income. And then when I do that, that, that income is kind of diverted and communities only have so much money. And if they're giving money to the charity, I, I can't, I, I won't be able what the concern was, it wasn't coming from a bad place. It's like, but if I'm, I'm helping support this charity, 
I can't, I don't have money to live. Right. And it's like, it, 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 it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's, it, 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 it creates this overall warmth in your community every time. And I'm not saying run a charity stream every day, but what I am saying is, is once in a while, like find a, find a charity that you can, that you really love that really supports something that you really believe in. Like for me, it's humane for others out there. It might be St. Jude or extra life or, you know, there, there's a, there's a million charities out there right now. A lot of which are supported through Teltify, which is great. Um, but, but, but bringing in that overall warmth, um, and, and, and the, the amount of goodwill it inspires and something that I am still looking into, I don't have full details on this yet. It was actually something I saw in one of Harris's videos is there, they've been talking about how, how the long reaching effects of working with charities have on different streamers and how it actually makes streamers more conscious and more responsible with their financials, things like that. Again, I don't have all the details on that, but they're starting to do some research into that about how, you know, how streamers actually handle everything when they start building in more, more charitable works into what they do. Um, but I, I personally, it has been just incredibly enriching getting, getting the opportunity to work with some of these charities and um, you're going to be starting to see a lot more of that, like, like through my streams as well, but it can be a very, in, in a world. And I think this is, I think this is kind of where it's going to is in a world where there's so much negativity right now. And it's really easy to feel like you are out of control in terms of what's going on. The ability that you have to go out and make a difference uh, at some scale really helps bring back some of that control back to you and you get to do you can do a lot of good along the way that's a that's some great insight i've really never worked with a charity i've done the the extra life push right mm -hmm. yeah, that, same. like i've never years. directly worked or like done anything but i mean here and there you know mm -hmm. but it is always i mean it's always nice to give back and to be able to influence people in general to to give back. So I mean, everything. I, don't, I agree with everything you said. It, it that made that inspired me to want to do more charities. What you said. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, like I, I think you I think you were in the beginning you were kind of I think you were thinking about Harris Heller. You know, he does yeah. his all, his donate button is just straight for charities. Yeah. And it's not, and, and it's, you shouldn't worry about losing income because people are going to respond so well to the fact that you're paying things forward and, and sacrificing things for, for charities and for people in need. So yeah, agreed. It's, it's about, yeah, it, it's about when you, when you do like a charity stream or you do charity work on, on some kind and, and, and put some effort into it, what you're what you're giving like one of the most precious resources you have, which is your time. And, um, it, it does, it just makes it, it makes a difference in your outlook. And it's a little bit, it, I, I, I hesitated to touch on this subject because it's hard to make it tangible because a lot of it is, is in here, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a very, very internal thing, but it definitely has, has brought a, a, a bit of a sense of peace and, and a bit of a sense of calm back to like my streaming and what I do, like being focused on this and, and working with them directly. And again, but it needs to be just like we talk about with streaming in order for it to have like its most beneficial effect for you is it's gotta be something you believe in. You know, it, it's like, it's like, I love animals. I love animal advocacy. So humane was a perfect fit, but that might not be the perfect fit for everybody. So you need to find something that you, that you truly love and that you truly care about, you know, otherwise right. it's not going to have that as enriching an effect. Yeah. It don't do otherwise. it just to do it. And it's like, right. I mean, you know, it's like video games too, or streaming in general, just, just do what you love. What's what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't, don't force anything like that. And you're, it's going to get a lot better of a response. Yeah. I have a, a weird thought about charities. It's like, I always wonder <clears throat> why there's no implementation of a full-on solution 
to generating money for these charities. But maybe it's the rules. Maybe it's the laws behind it that I don't understand. And that's another problem mm -hmm. is like, I'm looking at something from the outside that I don't fully understand. But like for mm -hmm. me, like right away, I'm like, why doesn't these charities make a game that 90% of the revenue goes to the charity and 10% goes mm -hmm. to fund the people working on the game? And I think, I don't know. I just think that would be a solution to a problem. You try to generate the revenue to fund. But I, I think that goes against the the ability of a charity mm -hmm. right like I, I would i would assume so see that's the thing i just don't know enough about them yeah because i, mm -hmm. I would want to solve the problem at scale that would, that's the way i would think of it is like why do we need to have people do charities if we can solve the problem why at go scale? to the moon when you can go to pluto <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like maybe that's exactly my thinking is like it's too far it's too it's too much it's just not mm -hmm. There's no, there's no possibility to solve all charities' revenue issues. Working right? working with charities, one thing I have noticed, Mike, is that I I don't think it's so much, and I would have to do more research myself, you know. But but I don't think it's so much laws as it is. A lot of charities that I work with are still very technologically behind, um, and they run into a lot of problems, and there's still a lot of old school ways of thinking right out there they're not they're they're not and especially like in terms of of live streaming which is still like we talk about it being just in its adolescence at this stage there's still a lot of people out there that don't even know what this really is or how powerful it can be so keeping that in mind i think like a solution like yours like if you were to present something like that that is way forward thinking and it would it would it would it might even jar them a little bit like get, like getting them to work with live streamers and all that is is kind of next is next stage, but something like that would be would be incredible. But like, like, you have to get you have to get the whole charity to come along with you, and that's right. a little bit tricky. Like I just think of like something like marbles. Like if marbles was a charitable game, and like all mm -hmm. ninety percent of the revenue went towards funding something, and then the goal behind the game is be beyond just supporting the studio. It's creating a revenue source for a charity that is is awesome right that, mm -hmm. that is has good goals in mind and like will use that money towards good like fortnite yeah like a game like fortnite a game that's designed to continue living beyond right you would need this yeah. ongoing dev team that's why i said 10 percent needs to go there but then you just take that revenue and just shove it into the the charity and just your goal is to generate revenue and then the the reason you're playing the game is for charity and like just i think the whole ecosystem could evolve into something massive yeah, and like right. we went we went totally left field here on this conversation but yeah i really that's the way i think of things it's like if there's a problem right. and we need it to ask be better yeah like let's find mm -hmm. a solution at scale because they are possible there's apps out there that generate millions of dollars per day yeah oh yeah right and like so why not design something that has good intentions not just generating revenue for a studio, but also generating revenue for a charity. And I think there are things elevated. like that, but it's just not, you know, not as you're thinking. It's, right. it's on the moon, it's not on Pluto. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think there are there are companies and things that do that where they take a percentage of their revenue and it just, it directly goes to charities. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and Chris Mack, along the lines of, of the question you just asked, you said, you know, would a game do that? Would it bring in enough funding for a long enough time to make a charity viable along the lines of what Mike just said it could but it needs to be a living breathing game actually I should say there's two parts to that one is that yes it needs to be a living breathing game it needs to be under active development it needs to constantly be growing and changing and that's why you would have to take a, a portion of that whether it's 10 percent 30 percent or even 50 percent as long as it's is, as long as it's making the charity money and bringing the bringing the funds in so that they can continue to do the works they want to do you're you're good to go but the other side of that is that something like that because we know how gaming is and we know how people can lose interest in games over time things like that it needs to be part of a very diversified portfolio so in terms of fundraising the game would be a part of that it wouldn't necessarily be the whole thing right but it's a but it, it could be i agree that it could be a great avenue 
to raise funds for a charity. Absolutely. That all, you know, there are, you know, and there are services out there that do it, but there's not a game yet that's really been done. That's really been dedicated to raising funds for a particular charity. Right. That's just interesting conversation, I guess, mm -hmm. to solve like that kind of problem at scale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a new, well, a topic that kind of leads in the next conversation is moderators. Mm -hmm. I think, I think we've, we've, we've touched on this before, but like the, the job of moderators on stream on your channel and you like kind of guiding them to, to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve mm -hmm. and not like moderators are not just there to ban and remove the people who, who like are not abiding by your channel rules, but they're also there to elevate the people who are there and to inform them and keep, keep the chat engaged. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get into moderating or bring on moderators with the, with the thinking. I think a lot of us think this way is like, my moderator is going to project my channel. Like that's the way we think of them, right? Mm. They have a sword, but should the they have a sword or should it be like a, sponsor. a pen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah, right. Like that idea of like, they're not here to fight. They're here to inform and help elevate the stream. And it's something that I've recently realized and have conversations with the mods. It's like, we just need to elevate the experience on the stream, not look at, look for the people to ban. Yeah. 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 They, they need to be, it, it, I, I think it's more about they're, they're not just your knights. They are your knights. But they're not just your knights. They're they're your also your welcome wagon. On on top of it, you know they they should be welcoming people in. They should be helping carry on the conversation. Um, and that's actually something I've been I've been looking at a lot as I bring new moderators on. Is how active are they? Do they do they hang around the the chat? Do they, they do they chat with other members? Do they welcome people in? I mean, these are things that I've really been eyeballing lately because. Um, it can be really easy, especially if you have moderators that, that are with you for a long time, the mods to just kind of fall back, especially if you've got a more peaceful stream where you don't, where the mods don't have to do a lot of actual moderation. It's like more like everybody yeah. gets to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. It's hanging out. It's so like when it, staff comes in and they're like hanging out, people are like, oh, staff, but it's like, yeah, they're just it's, hanging out, you know, <laughs> they're just hanging out and having a good, so they just, they just want to play marbles too. It was one of the, one of the side, quick side notes. It's one of the worst things I ever saw. A staff member came in, he just wanted to play marbles and he ended up leaving because they, he got bombarded so badly with questions and asking people about partnership and all this other mm -hmm. stuff that. A lot of actually, a lot of the the staff now have alternative accounts, so that just so yeah. they can go hang out. Right. Yep. You know, it's like when they want their presence known, they're there with the wrench. Otherwise, they have an alternate account where they can just lurk and watch and all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, so you're, you're... sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, side note, it's really important to just communicate with your mods because, you know, I've been to streams where mods have just ruined my experience and i'm just oh, like well i i even if i like the streamer i'm sorry you know yeah. <laughs> yeah and not not to go down a negative road here but sometimes you need you do need to have further conversations with your mod team when you announce something or you post something and say this is how i want it to be from now on and they don't do that you know, and it's it's yeah. like, please, I need you, I I need you to be paying attention to like this particular channel in the Discord or whatever, because I did say I didn't want this done anymore, and you're still right. doing that in the chat or something like that. So again, it's, writing, it's about right, yeah, yeah, and it's about it, so it's not just about communication, but it's about being effective with it, and you know, making sure that you reinforce that when when things like that come up so yeah mm -hmm. in the end it's it's your vision it's your channel and you know you brought on people and they're helping you out and a lot of time it's for free so i think a lot of the time we we're a little bit more defensive in the sense of like we don't want to be asking people to yes. do things right because we're not paying mm -hmm. them and that could be like you know well they're, they're doing good you know they're doing their best and and i'm not paying them so i'll just kind of like leave it but yeah. I think being strong and just 
trying to be like, listen, this, these are the goals we're trying to achieve. Like, please like help us, help us achieve this because this is my vision. This is where I want to take the channel. And if mm -hmm. we can't do that, if I can't be as creative as I can or, or run the channel the way I can, then it's not my channel. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's a hard conversation to have for sure. And I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily negative. It's just, it's difficult. It just has to be done. Yeah. 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 It just has to be done. One of the, one of the cool things that we, we just started doing, we just did our very first one actually last Friday um is we started scheduling times for the entire staff and we'll choose some very basic games something that's not really hard for a pc to play and it's really easy like pick up and play friendly so we used like golf with your friends yeah um but getting the whole staff together every, everybody gets together and we just game together and just hang out and chat um and it, it really makes a difference it really makes a difference i think it's really important that a, a lot of that like 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 being able to have like if you have to have a tougher conversation being able to have those is about making sure that you that you give your mods these these volunteers that do that are there and do help you a little bit of your extra time too. like spend some time with them and talk with them and you know just just hang out you know it doesn't even necessarily have to be a business meeting of any kind just hang out with them and game and goof around you know we we you know we all hung out we had a few drinks and just just golf the night away and it was a lot of fun we had a really 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 good time and that's that's something i really advise too is your mods are there they're helping you they're your friends so treat them like it's treat them as such you know mm -hmm. give them give them a little bit of extra time and 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 just hang out with them a bit and you know make sure that make sure that they understand that you that you understand their how their importance you know spook anything uh communicate with your mods <laughs> for sure i mean that's something i i probably don't do enough but i mean it's it's something always on my mind right mm. and just like just like you said standard i mean even even playing games with them or doing something with them a movie night or anything it's like yeah. It's important, you know. You, you got to have close connections with your mods, There's... so that they understand you. You understand them. You guys can kind of tell if you're in a mood or, or not, and yeah, and yeah. and react to that appropriately. Um, do you have anything else? We're coming. We got nine minutes left. Otherwise, we can address some questions quickly from chat. Yeah, if anybody you guys want questions about anything? Uh. Just, um, uh, I don't have any help at all at the moment. I'm still trying to stream when I can, but it's a pain to try and mod and play games at the same time. If you're overwhelmed with your chat, reduce your chat. Um, reduce the intake, right? And some of those tools, like follower-only mode, sub-only mode, those are tools at your fingertips that you can do to reduce your chat. Go slow mode. Go slow mode yeah. with, with a second or two and just slow down the amount of people can talk at once. You need to frame your channel for what you can handle. It's so important. And if you're not ready to process 100 people at once, don't do a tournament, right? Start small. Start at the bottom of the category and let yourself absorb one person at a time. Absorb two people at a time. When you start feeling comfortable, go to five, right? And start... Well, it's, like, mm. it's like what you brought up earlier. Marbles is one of those games where you can see a lot of growth fast. And I think all of us, all three of us here, have experienced that, like one day i had you know when i first started playing marbles i had like 10 people in the stream and then within a year it was like up to 100 and that's just so much to take in and learn you have to evolve so quick and learn so much so fast and it, it gets overwhelming and a lot of people don't handle it well and i didn't handle it well for a little bit but then i just started like really really focusing on it and making sure i was i was preparing myself for every stream more and more because i knew more people were going to be showing up and it, you know it's like one of those evolutionary processes it's not easy it's really no. not easy to deal with no it's not I, and i don't think uh, you know like like you can prepare to a point but I, I really think that's one of those i really think like when it comes to 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 like a growth explosion that it's really it, it almost has to be a trial by fire because you've you've got it like you can't really adjust to it until you actually experience it and what happens is, is is if you continue to have a problem with it then you need to start doing other things to to take control of it one of the things that i'm working on 
with my software now is setting it up so that it cuts out all of the play commands because the play spam like like sends the chat like flying basically yeah. like i'll like i'll be carrying on a conversation and it goes and it's gone right. like every and i can't i can't scroll back far enough like sometimes there's so many play commands i can't scroll back far enough right. to pick up on what other people were saying at that point so what i you know so what i'm doing is i'm working on ways that i can actually cut the play commands out the only problem with that it's 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 something that i'm still working on because the only problem with that is people some people will will combine their hello with a play command on, right. on top of it so there's a, you, there is a balance there you keep hitting levels too so like you, you get to a point where maybe you have five five to ten viewers and then it's like okay i've been like this for for two weeks to a month what can i do to like get to that next 15 mm -hmm. to 20 viewers and like you, you just have to start you just have to evolve yeah uh you can't keep doing the same thing if you notice a trend of just okay i have 10 viewers and i've had this for a month or two what do i need to do to to step it up right. do i need to engage more do you know that and that comes into watching your vods and just and looking at yourself and even asking maybe if you have a discord with some people like asking them what do you guys want to see more what you know don't don't rely on them for that but you can get feedback sometimes people just don't give feedback because they're i guess they're afraid of a response or i don't know yeah your yeah. viewership plateaus are are usually self-controlled i yeah. think like almost everybody who hits a viewership plateau can can assess it break it down and go these are the things i can improve on to take my stream to the next level and yeah. i think just a lot of people instead of doing that they look outwards and say, I'm not getting this or I'm not getting that, you know, like I'm not getting the discoverability I need instead of yeah. solving that problem. Okay. Say, maybe they're just not doing enough right. outside of the stream. And maybe their stream is great and they're just not doing enough outside to get people. Exactly. In. There's so mm -hmm. many people that do have great streams, but don't do the extra stuff that is like needed nowadays to really scale your channel. Yeah. So if they're not doing those things, they're just, they have that one inlet of, of people and that's what you're counting on you're counting on that one source of person to come in and that's fine right. if you're happy growing at the pace like that's the thing is if you're happy if you got no complaints that th this stuff isn't really for you because you're happy like you want to be chasing your happiness mm -hmm. and i think that's the ultimate thing right mm -hmm. let's just wrap it up all into your happiness and if you're happy don't care about what other people think it doesn't matter because you're happy in your spot with five people with one person. It doesn't matter if you're happy. That's all that matters. But it comes down like if, if you want growth, if you're chasing that next level and you want to keep evolving, you have to assess yourself, not not the cause of other people. Truth. Truth. I don't know if viewers can can cut out play commands. I, you could blacklist something, right? Yeah, you could blacklist. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Any. But then, any... will you be able to type it yourself? <laughs> if you yeah. blacklist it. Well, like you just all you're doing is blacklisting it, showing with with uh, BTTV, right? Yeah. That's like what you do. Yeah, better but... Twitch, better Twitch TV, Chatterino oh, has, BTTV, that. Pixel. has that. <laughs> this is why I don't believe in it because you can do things that normal people cannot people who don't right. have it and therefore you're right. creating a different Maybe chat experience integrated into the into twitch somehow if it was integrated i would be all on board with it but it's not so right. i try to i always try to use an unmodded an unmodded experience even mm -hmm. though i have i have mm -hmm. btv enabled so that i can see the emotes right see what right. it is and see how it works right. but I, I don't actively use it because i think it it changes it changes the conversation per user and yeah. i think what it walks in that whole Amazon Music idea. Like there's an Amazon Music plugin where you can put it on your stream. And I think it's still in beta phases where I'm listening to something. And then if you have Amazon Prime, you can log in and listen to the same thing I'm listening to. But then you're creating yeah. two streams. You have the stream yeah. that can hear your audio and the stream that cannot. And that's the same thing. If you if you have a stream that can see one layer of text and then another well, stream that, that sees emotes. That to uh mobile users right mobile users don't have bttv exactly so that's 50 percent plus the people on the computers that just don't have it so bttv yeah. might be 25 percent of your stream maybe right. those are the things that i i always think about when modding stuff and that's that's why i don't like modding games even because it takes it separates you from the rest of the people and obviously there's the single player games you can mod that don't matter 
Yeah. But when you start modding, you're changing the core level experience and splitting your your demographic. I can't help it though. I love BTTV. <laughs> I, do, I do too. Well, I can't, that's I the thing. I just, you know, it's it's just the the animated the animated emotes kill me. Like I right. can't I can't imagine doing a plur night without at least having some bouncing. Right, but if know, Twitch integrated, like, like that. why doesn't Twitch integrate it? That's the yeah, that's know. the question, right? If if everybody uses it, if everybody used something with marbles, and it got to the point where like everybody's using it, I would be like, well, I might as well build it in because everybody's using it. Mm -hmm. So. It's like it's, it's that kind of stuff. Leash is just way too many custom type emotes, and they're afraid of that, probably. Yeah, but, they don't. Well, no, they but they can create control, their own system. Yeah, right, right. They could create their own thing where people pay, you know, even more money coming in. They they pay a certain amount to use something where they get, and that would be good for affiliates who want more emotes, or even non uh, affiliates who want emotes. Mm. So yeah. Building music, music, dude, <laughs> Lady Retro Gamer. That's the thing. Like that's on my list. It's like, can I solve the issue of the DMCA stuff going on? I know this is kind of totally left field here, but this is something that I think about. Is it valuable yeah. for me to try to find music creators, build them into the game, write up a terms of service for Marbles on Stream, and say if you use Marbles on Stream, any music in it? You can use on your your vods you can use in youtube you can create like i'm i want to work on something where you can create you can export any image from the game use it in your channel your channel imaging your channel emotes your channel sub badges your bit badges like i want to create a custom tos for anybody who plays marbles and say listen if you're playing marbles you're good to use all our content anything in the game yeah. on your creator content that's where I'm at, but because nobody's it has to be up and done that yet. Because nobody's doing yeah. it. Yeah, nobody's saying, "Yeah, use my stuff." Like, I want marbles to be relevant. Use it, but I have to be smart. I can't just say, in verb, like, just be like, "Yeah, guys, go do it." Because somebody will take it to the next level and then grab an image, put it on a T-shirt, and sell it. Because they were like, "Oh, well, Pixel said it's okay," so we need to create a terms of service for that. So we need to be smart, and that's. And I think that's where the industry is heading. It's just, it's going to take time. Like, I can't just, hey, music artist, like, let's, let's do this. I don't mm. even have anybody's ear yet, right? So, yeah. but th those are the things that I am thinking about. And I think it's important for everybody to think that way, because when you're developing for a space like that, that's evolving so quick, so quick, and you're just sitting there stagnant, whether you're a streamer or a, or a racer, it doesn't matter, like, you got to just think of ways to evolve and like, yeah, I freaking made a TikTok the other day because <laughs> I'm trying to evolve more yeah. and get more content out there in general. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. Yeah. Just like, like what made you do the TikTok? Swoo? I think that's an interesting conversation because I've been talking about it for a while that it's something that you can do. What made you take that step? I just started, I mean, I started watching it and absorbing more and just seeing what other people were doing. And I was like, I can, like, I can do some of this stuff. And I don't really play ukulele a lot on stream. Maybe I should do more. That's something I've been thinking about. But so a short video on TikTok, ukulele, just a little jam, put it out there, a little jam, put it out there. If I have something funny that happened or I want to record something in my life as well, I can put that little piece of content out there. And it's just, it seemed like such quick, easy content and um and it's just so easy to expose yourself to and because i was in, i was getting into it and i'm just like watching a video oh i like that Boop, and flip to the next one. Oh, this one's funny Boop. and then you're just getting likes and follows and it's just like so quick and easy i was saying to pixel yesterday in 30 minutes i can go through 30 tiktoks and absorb all this stuff maybe to talk about on stream or to talk about on another social media and then i can interact with the people on there in their comments and talk to them and follow them and get to know them and it's so quick it's so quick and i think that's what really it's you can absorb so much so fast and i think that's why i fell in love with it yeah and if you if you mess around with the app at all like like i barely touched mine but if you mess around with the app at all the the tools that they actually put in there for right. like creating the editing and all stuff like insane. oh you know, man you can create some amazing content
Yeah, the the only the the only problem that's going on with TikTok right now is they're they're very heavily automated in how they screen things, things like that. So there's been a number of issues of things being taken down or taken away that shouldn't have even been touched. But I think that's something that that that's just they're growing to perfecting their algorithm. Yeah, yeah. that's it's going to yeah. be over time. It'll be over time. I think that's a I think that's a temporary. Mm -hmm. issue or you know as it is as it stands right now because most of the content is staying up and it's all it's all good it's very entertaining there's, so. there's also so many people they they there's people that just tell jokes or give facts or how how to's and i think just absorbing all that is so good because then if you're streaming you have something to talk about i used to do it with twitter and i would get like information and news from twitter and stuff yeah. um but tiktok i it just seems it just seems so fast and i'm just I, I can talk about so many things randomly just because of how much I've absorbed. Right. It's good. So, yeah. Like socials, yeah. socials Spoo a beast TV of on its TikTok, own. Everybody, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got two videos out right now. I just started yesterday. Get involved, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're over. Uh, so I think we'll call it there, guys. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Thanks for the... I, I, I had a really good time, this one. Yeah, good uh, talk. yeah. Like this we covered awesome. a lot of points and and guys, we're now on uh what do we called? Anchor. It's Anchor. I think it's done by uh Spotify. So, we're on like all our audios across all the platforms now, so you can get on Apple, Google and all that stuff. So, whatever uh podcast platform you're on, we're there. So, check that out and then obviously if you want the video, we'll be on YouTube. You okay. want some homework? Homework? Whoa, it's been a while since we have a spoo homework. Homework. I mean, this is like everyday homework. I think this is a really good thing to do. Just find somebody fresh. If you really love marbles, find somebody fresh and just teach them one thing a day. One thing a day, whether it's slow motion, show them the app, uh, you know, just anything, 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 anything. Just one thing a day to somebody new. I think that's with the marble team thing. Like it's just, it's, it's triggered that spark in me again of just going around and like watching people's reactions to new things is yeah. so, it feels so good. It just feels so good. And the fact that it was me that did that, it's like, yeah, feels good, man. So Jeff is a geek. How do you eat like a pro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks again, Standard. We got your the starting of the community day in just under an hour. Just under on, an hour. Yep. On your we'll channel, be on live. And then Spoo will take over at four p.m. Eastern, as always, guys. And that's about it. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Take care. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for coming out. See you in a bit. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Bye.